Hello. Yo, yo, yo. Well, guys, guess what week, guess what day it is. Welcome to the Corner Post Podcast. I am your host, Larry, and this is my co-host, Zach. How are What's you, going Zach? What's How you doing, Zach? I'm doing great, man. You know, I'm excited for another episode, and I'm excited to talk about some football. Honestly. So the first thing I want to talk about is how does it feel having gone past your first Sunday without football? Oh, dude, man, it was rough. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It felt kind of empty. Like, it felt boring. Um, it did. I agree. I, yeah, dude, it, it was B. I, I honestly, it's going to be a rough six months, I think. It's going to be a long six months. A long six months. <laughs> <laughs> So, so our, our issue right now, because the free agency hasn't started, I want to let you, you fans know that like we are, we're going to be making up a lot of stuff. We're going to be doing segments until the free agent starts. We have a few in mind. Like today, we have a fun event we're going we're gonna to do. Um, but obviously, first, we're going to talk about the news that has happened. There has actually been some good news going down. First thing we should talk about is definitely Richard Sherman. Yeah, for sure, man. That's and the Hall of Fame. For one, I want to I want to note it note that Devin Hester not in the Hall of Fame is the biggest blow to special teams because mm-hmm. he was a guy like he was he he was the dude. Maybe the best returner ever. He honestly he was. I thought in my mind. Um, kind of upset I didn't see him or um Demarcus Ware. Demarcus Ware was a beast on that field. I think he deserves yeah, it. Yeah, man. I mean, um, he he was definitely one of the best returners. He should at least have a spot. I I can't think of a returner who was better than him. You know that we have had some good returners. You know, um, the dude from the Ravens. I can't think of his name. Was that Jacoby? Oh, Ford? Jacoby Ford returned in the Super Bowl. Jacoby Ford. I think Jacoby Ford was definitely one of a, a great returner as well. Hello? But Devin, Devin Hester is uh, way better in my mind. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. I, I hear you now. Sorry. We are still experiencing technical difficulties. We're trying to figure out everything. But um, Jacoby Ford was the Ravens punt returner he was a beast but Devin mm-hmm. Hester Devin Hester was he's different so let's um, take our mind off of Devin Hester and talk about Rich Sherman not thinking Matt Stafford deserves to be in the Hall of Fame and if they do put him in the Hall of Fame would it be a low bar um, I think that's that's an interesting point I'll let, I'll let you start this one off. What do you think? I mean, Matt Stafford does have the numbers and everything. And there are people that don't have a Super Bowl in the Hall of Fame. So it's like, it's hard to justify it because, but I mean, I mean, to be fair, he doesn't have a lot of 
wins under his belt. He doesn't, he has a lot of yards and touchdowns and everything else, but I don't know if like he doesn't have a decade team. He, he hasn't, he has made what one pro bowl, two pro bowls, maybe. I believe two. Yeah. So I don't know if he really rightfully, like I'm not giving anything away from Matthew Stafford. Cause that guy is a monster. He's a great quarterback. He seriously is super good at what he does, but hall of fame. I don't, I wouldn't consider him a hall of famer yet. Personally. Interesting. I like I like those things, and I think you brought up a lot of valid points. Um, I think I think it's extremely important to note that his career isn't over yet. You know, he still has a lot. Exactly. To get yeah. One hundred percent. Like, if he wins another two Super Bowls, then we can definitely start talking about that. One hundred percent. I think I think we can also note that um he was the quarterback for the best wide receivers, actually both of the best wide receiver seasons ever, being this Calvin hurt. Johnson and Cooper Cup. This is this is definitely a true statement right here, and and he does have the stats, but it is a pass happy league. His point yeah. there, um, I I think he's definitely close. I don't, I'm not sure if I'd put him Super Bowl bound quite yet, but or uh, Hall of Fame bound quite yet. But yeah. I mean, let's let, let's look at some of the quarterbacks that are in the talks. I mean, Eli Manning, Philip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger. Obviously, Tom Brady is destined to be in the Hall of Fame. Aaron Rodgers. See, the, the difference between some of those people is they have either multiple MVPs or multiple Super Bowls. Like, you can look at Ben Roethlisberger has never won an MVP, but he's won two Super Bowls, and he's, like, top five in most of the categories right now. Now, um, you mentioned Philip Rivers. I think uh, Philip Rivers has more notable achievements than Matt Stafford, or no? No, I just throw his name out there for some reason. I don't think he is Hall of Fame bound. Not at all. He doesn't have MVP. He doesn't even have – I don't even know if he has a Pro Bowl, to be completely yeah. fair. He he probably has a couple yeah. Pro Bowls, but no Super Bowl appearances, nothing quite notable for mm-hmm. an Hall of Fame. I just threw his name out there for some reason because we'll, I'm still on the topic of the old old decade. Old generation, right? <laughs> I keep forgetting Philip Rivers, no matter how great he was, he's never won a Super Bowl, never been an MVP or nothing like that. So that's mm-hmm. blows my mind. He was a great quarterback, though, one of my favorites. Yeah, he was a fantastic quarterback. But yeah, Eli Manning never won an MVP, won two Super Bowls. He's definitely Hall of Fame Hall of Fame bound. I mean I think out of obviously Tom Brady's like first ballot Hall of Fame. And I think Ben Roethlisberger is possibly a first ballot. I would put Ben in the Hall of Fame before Eli. No offense. No offense. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, better stats. He's top five in almost all of the categories. Um, he has equal amount of Super Bowl wins. They both don't have an MVP, so I can't really give that on him. That's true. <laughs> I mean, also, he's never had a losing season. Like, that's that's a huge yeah, accomplishment. That's, that's very impressive. Um, but Matthew Stafford, I think he's close, but I don't, I don't think he's there yet. I think I agree with Richard Sherman. If they do put him in, that's lowering the bar. Yeah. Um, we got our final head coaching job taken, the Vikings. Mm-hmm. 
he got picked up um the offensive coordinator for the Rams. Yes, sir. <laughs> I don't remember his name. Do you have his name on hand? Um, I do not. I know they just signed another offensive Liam Cohen. That's his name. What was the name? Cohen. Sorry. Uh, Liam Cohen. All right. Cool. So we finally got the last opening job, and they also just picked up a offensive, I think the quarterback coach or the wide receiver coach to be the offensive coordinator for the Vikings now too from the Rams. So – I don't know much about this dude. I know he put up some great numbers through the air. So, but the one thing I did see is he said Kurt Cousins is a is a field general just like Matt Stafford, and he's excited to see what numbers he can put up. What are your thoughts on that? I agree, man. I think Kurt Cousins is one of the more underrated quarterbacks in the league. Um, I mean, I don't think he's like top ten or anything, but I think maybe top top fifteen, top sixteen. Uh, I think he's a pretty good quarterback. I don't, I don't know if I'd compare him to Matt Stafford because he doesn't have that big of an arm. But in the field yeah. general aspect, I definitely agree with that. Okay, okay. Do you think him and Justin Jefferson can make a Cooper Cup-Matt Stafford combo? <laughs> uh, probably not that good, but um, I definitely <laughs> think that they could definitely do some damage. I mean, you saw Jefferson's rookie year even a bit last year. I mean, it's true. He, they did pop off, and now with the offensive minds leading the charge, I think – I think they really could um, make some headway. Big thing I think to note here is, um, I mean, not that he's probably going to need to call plays now that he's a head coach, but he didn't call plays with the Rams because Sean McVay called offensive plays. So um, That's true. It, it's interesting that he got a head coaching job without any play calling experience. That, that is definitely true, and it's very interesting to think of. But I'm excited. I'm excited for all the um, – new head coaches. I think the guy in Miami is a really big one. I think he's going to be watch out for him. I think um, Jaguars, I think they failed Doug Peterson. I mean, yes, Doug Peterson won an MVP and everything or not an MVP, a Super Bowl and all that. But I just, I don't know. I'm interested to see what he does now that he is also calling all the offensive plays. He just said too. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's talk about another coach that got recently hired, but not as a head coach. Mm. Brian Flores. He's Pittsburgh yeah, now. Defensive assistant. This is this is something that I that, that you were telling me about that you thought would happen. Yeah, I no, well, kind of. I, I thought they were gonna hire him as a defensive coordinator. I mean, yeah. defensive assistant is close enough. It's similar, yeah. But I I was thinking because now that Colbert is stepping down from GM, and I know the owner wants Mike Tomlin to step up in GM, obviously the Pittsburgh needs to find a new head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, I think Brian Flores possibly is the best candidate to take over in Pittsburgh. I wouldn't disagree with that. I think that's true. And I think I think Flores being a part of the coaching staff right now, I think that's a huge step to getting him to the head coaching position. I wouldn't be surprised next year or the year after Mike Tomlin retires, 
as the head coach either becomes the GM or doesn't. I don't know what his idea is, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Brian Flores leading the Pittsburgh Steelers sometime soon. I think that would be solid for your organization for sure. I like Brian Flores. I I think he's a great coach. I think he did wonderful things in um, Miami that, yes, there was questionable decisions, but overall, I think he was a really good – he just needed a team around him. I mean, he was building a team, but it wasn't successful, and the owner didn't believe in him. I mean, we know Pittsburgh's history. They believe in their their head coaches. They don't get rid of them just off the bat. Yeah, that's very true. So they obviously see something on Flores to bring him into the coaching staff. So I'm excited to see where that goes. Me too. All right, let's talk about – we got a couple more coaching GMs topics that we're going to quickly run through. Um, Hopefully not quickly because we do still have some time on our hands. But Lovey Smith believes the Texans can make a Bengal-like comeback. Yeah. Um, What's your thoughts on that? I mean, I I think it's good that Lovey Smith has the optimism, and obviously he's not going to come out in his presser and be like, "I think this team is terrible. We're not going to compete for five years." You know, he's not going to say that. But um, a Bengal-like comeback—that's a—that's a big reach, being sort of how they were so bad, and then they turned it around and went to the Super Bowl so quickly. Um. Yeah, I just, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't see it. I think that roster is depleted of talent. I think there's a lot of problems over there. I I agree with you. I think there's a lot of problems. I know they're they're sticking with David Mills. Last time I saw, the trust in him, develop him, which I don't think he was a bad quarterback. He had his ups and downs, but he was a rookie with a team that, like you said, is depleted. Um. Their defense, they just got rid of Zach Cunningham, which was a huge blow. I think Zach Cunningham was a beast. Or wait, no. Did they get rid of him? Yep. They did. That, that's right. Yeah. They did get rid of him. Which mm-hmm. huge blow, I think. Zach Cunningham is a beast. He's a tackling machine. Who like notably, I can't think of any big name defensive stars or even offensive. Philip Philip Lindsay? Is he even pretty still much, on pretty much an old team? No. Brandon Cooks? Brandon Cooks, yeah, I mean, but like, they have a lot. At least when the Bengals, they had some weapons. Like, you're talking Joe Mixon, you're talking Tyler T. Higgins, people on the defense, like Jesse Bates. I, I, there's, there was people to go around. The Texans, I, I don't see any really big threats. Me either, man. I I I love I love the comp. I love the the charisma that he has. Um, I'm excited to see what he does in the Texans organization. But I don't think we're gonna see them anytime near a Super Bowl anytime soon. Yeah, me either, dude. Um. I think Lovey Smith is a good coach, too. I think he did a pretty good job with the Bears when he coached them for a while, but yeah. this is going to be a tough task for sure. They do have cap room, so if they can make a big splash in free agency, maybe we'll be re-questioning it. 
and a That's couple true. of them. Who knows what happens if they trade Watson? Who knows? Yeah, I mean, talking about Watson a little bit, I mean, I heard rumors that he has a couple destinations, and with Brian Flores going to Pittsburgh, he might go to Pittsburgh, and, like, I don't know how how I feel about that. That'd, that'd be another episode. But, um, yeah, I mean, Watson, I don't know. They definitely – I think they do need to trade him. I mean, he's eating up cap room. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely think that he'll be an interesting task for Lovey Smith. For sure. All right. So our next topic over here. This is all you, buddy. I want to hear all mm-hmm. your thoughts. All right. Um, the Giants so- says New York has some tough decisions to make on the roster to get below cap. What do you think he means by that? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, man. So um, he's not wrong. He's not wrong at all. You know, um, previous GM Dave Gettleman, he um, he kind of put us in a sticky situation with the cap. You know, there's a lot of guys getting overpaid. I mean, you look at um, Sterling Shepard, the guy can't stay on the field. And no no offense to him. He's a great player. You know, he, he brings a lot of energy to the team, et cetera, et cetera. But he can't stay on the field. And Cunningham will save $8 million. And quite frankly, that's $8 million that we could really use right now. We are rebuilding the team. We need all the money we can get. Um, another potential cap casualty would be um, would be James Bradbury. I mean, you know, he he played phenomenal two years ago, but then last year he had an up and down season. A lot of people are questioning whether we should stick him around or not. Um, he would also save like twelve million or fourteen million, something crazy like that. Um, and with that money, you can go out and get J.C. Jackson from the Patriots. Um, all free. Yeah, we'll see with that free agency. What? Free agency, not the Patriots anymore. He's he's officially off the team. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, but like he's he's from Until, the Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, and then you can cut Kyle Rudolph, save five million. You can cut a lot of guys. Uh, I I, I think the biggest name is probably Sterling Shepard. I don't think they're gonna do anything crazy like cut say. I mean, I know Evan Ingram's on his way out. He's going to free agency mm-hmm. this year. Yep. Um. Talking about Barkley, what do you think? What if that is a possibility of cutting Barkley? Like, why would they lead to that, though? Um, I don't know. But, I mean, GM, he does have said that he wanted to keep Barkley, so I'm okay. I'm not I didn't sure. see. I didn't see that. So yeah, I was just curious because, like, I know his cap room is probably pretty big right now. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, he he's one of the higher paid running backs, even though he was still in his rookie contract because he was drafted so high. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, they they said they wanted to keep Barkley and Daniel Jones, so we'll see with that. Um, so a, a lot of the skill position guys are gonna have to get cut and replaced. Maybe even Blake Martinez at linebacker coming off an ACL tear. We don't know. I'm interested to see what happens with him. Definitely need to get money though, because we're like very close to being negative. Yeah, same with Pittsburgh. I know that for a fact. All right. Aaron Donald has made a statement about his retirement. He said he is retiring unless they bring back Von Miller and OBJ. What's your yeah. thoughts on that one? Um, I think it's interesting, dude. You know, um, it reminds me of like what they did with the Buccaneers when um when they brought back all twenty two starters, you know, from the Super Bowl winning team and. As we now know, it didn't end up working out to repeat. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, uh, I, I think that's interesting. You know, um, I think that shows that he really wants to play with those guys and he really wants to bring more championships to Los Angeles. So I, I think that's interesting, but it, it, it'll suck to see him go if they can't afford the cap room. I just, uh, there is a big thing that I'm questioning. If they bring back OBJ, what is OBJ's future? Second ACL tear in the left knee. He might not even play this year. So, like, what's the impact you have on Aaron Donald then? Like, he wants him back, but he's not going to be playing. Hmm. That, that's also something I didn't even think about. That's an extremely true point. Um, like, you, you don't know, even know if this guy's going to play or if he's going to be, even be the same. I mean, two ACL tears. I have never heard of a player coming back of the same ACL tear and producing the same numbers. I mean, I'm not giving it away from OBJ. I'm not doubting his skill. I'm just saying two ACL tears back to back years. That's a lot to come back from. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, I'm, I mean, it's different now that um, there have been so many ACL tears and we've made so many strides in the medical field, but um, some, some people still tear their ACL and aren't the same ever again. So, I mean, exactly. you know, we lucked out with the first one and then now we have the second one. So who knows, man? And I, I, I can't recall another player in the NFL tearing two ACLs back to back. Honestly, I remember doing something similar to that was uh, this cornerback from Oregon, um, Ifo Ekpray Alomo. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he obviously you, you might not know him and that's kind of why. I mean, we saw what happened to RG three. He tore both of his ACLs and both yep. of his legs and he's never been the same. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I definitely would love to see OBJ in a Rams uniform again. And Aaron Donald is phenomenal and really fun to watch. But very true. Uh, I mean, Von Miller. I could see the him coming back. I mean, I can see Von Miller and Von Miller with Floyd and Aaron Donald. Of course, is a monstrous thing. But mm-hmm. OBJ is the only one that I'm pretty confused about yeah he's definitely the questionable one out of all these so a fun fact wasn't on our topics but i just read that rgm for the pittsburgh steelers says he is going in with four quarterbacks to start the season Hmm. oh wow that's interesting and he also said mason mason rudolph would be our starter if the season started today. That makes sense. I mean, who, who else was on the roster? Buck Hodges? Yeah. <laughs> Dodge Hob, um, Josh Hobskins, and Dwayne Haskins. Oh, yeah, Haskins. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Fun team. Um, but that means that's three. So who who's going to be brought in? Is it going to be a free agent? Is it going to be a rookie? I mean, I'm excited to see where it goes. Me too. I'm also excited. Um, I you know they might bring in Mariota. They might bring in I don't, I don't know. Uh, there's a, there's a few free agent quarterbacks that I think might be able to fit there. Trubisky. I know. I was looking into him. Mm-hmm. He's somebody I hope comes to the Giants, honestly. Really? Behind Daniel Jones? Because I know you love Daniel. 
Yeah, yeah. As as our backup, you know, give him a bit of competition, and he has some familiarity. He was with Buffalo last season. That's true. That's true. All right, another big topic that we could talk about right now: the combine holdout. Yeah, so. Man, I mean- you got 155 guys ready to protest. It's crazy. So what I'm reading right here, it says agents are not threatening a boycott, boycott, but rather considering advising the players and mass to hold off on workouts until pro day. They will still encourage players to participate in medical interview and non-physical tra- testing. Clubs express privately that they are fine with players not working out at the combine and are more interested in seeing players put their best foot forward. Agents are getting on the same page to ask the Combine to unbubble, thereby giving players complete access to their physical therapy and performance teams. Additionally, they are asking for a change to the scheduled day of bench press testing in a return to all previous years. Hmm. Without getting so, too uh, political, um, I, ju- I, I just wish, you know, all this stuff would just end and they would just go back to the normal combine, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly, I'm right there with you. But, I, I mean, at least they're not trying to boycott it completely. They're just advising to work around it more privately, which is definitely interesting. Yeah, that's true. I don't know how they would do that, but... Yeah, me, that's a weird situation. Yeah, so what are your thoughts on this combine holdout? Um, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I hope it doesn't happen, because, you know, I, I love the combine. I love watching it. You know, that's how I discover prospects sometimes. Um, I don't true. know, dude. I, I, I kind of just want it to happen, just normally. We'll see, yeah. though. I'm just praying that it doesn't get boycotted. Me too. Me too. Me too. All right. Now we're going to do one of our segments. I know this is probably going to be a short episode because of the lack of content that we have at our hands. So hopefully these next two segments we have will lengthy lengthen it a little bit, especially our next one. It should be a pretty good one. We're going to talk about ideal spots for free agents on our thoughts. So it's not NFL thoughts. So it's not rumors. It's personally between opinions of where they would be good fit between me and Zach. So anybody wants to judge us or say, oh, that's not realistic or, oh, that's not where this guy wants to go. This is not anything about that. It's what me and Zach think would fit perfectly inside of a team. Yep. So I just wanted to clear that out. All right. I'm going to pull up two things. The top 25 offense and defensive squads and then we're going to go from there so let me give it a second to load 
I have a list of the top 25 offensive weapons on the top 25 defensive weapons. And we're going to go through some of them. We're not going to go through all of them because we want to obviously lead it, leave some to other episodes. So let's do, let's do the top five for offense and defense this episode, and then we'll continue on six, seven, eight, nine, ten. to the next couple episodes. You agree with this? Yeah, that's cool. All right. All right. Oh, and they also include offensive tackles. So that's exciting for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank- thankfully. All right, we're going to go from five to Or do you want to go from all the way from 25 up? Ooh. Ooh, true. Yeah, yeah, we could reverse it. Let's reverse it. Let's go to 25 up. All right. So for the 25th top free agency, we're going to start on offense. Juju Smith-Schuster. What is your personal opinion of maybe one to three teams that he could go and succeed at? I'm not going to lie, man. For whatever outside of being a Steeler, to be honest with you, um, (laughs) I don't know. Maybe He's already said his farewells to Pittsburgh. So Pittsburgh is Did not. He really? Yes, he already said his farewells. Hmm. As far as I know, he's he like tweeted something about saying goodbye to fans on Pittsburgh. I mean, I agree with you. I don't see him outside of Pittsburgh. I mean, but like I said, this is personal opinion. So you can put Pittsburgh in there. Mm-hmm. So Pittsburgh Steelers is one of them. Anywhere else that you can think of? Um, another spot that I can think of is, is honestly maybe the Patriots, um, because you know their their guys have a uh, underperformed. Nelson Aguilar underperformed, Cal- or uh, Kendrick Bourne underperformed a bit. So I'm, okay. I think they're going to be in the market for another weapon. Patriots, that's a nice one. Any other one? Um, not that I'm thinking of right now. All right. I got three. One position or one place that I think he could strive in and really elevate the other wide receivers there is Buffalo. Hmm. I think he is an opposite side of Diggs that would be very, very good. And I also think he can compliment Beasley as well. I think Juju would be a perfect check down in the middle type of thrower to, for Josh Allen to have on the field. Is um, What about um, uh, Emmanuel Gabriel Sanders? Broke out. Oh, and Gabriel. That's true. I mean, anything could happen, but I can see Juju there. I can also see him with the Colts. I like that one a lot, actually. With him and Pittman, that'd be sick. Yeah, I could see him with the Colts. And then I think I think the Colts are they're losing T.Y. Hilton. I think the Colts are in desperate need of a wide receiver or another threat to complement 
Carson Wentz and JT. And I think Juju is a good. He he has wonderful blocking skills. We've seen it plenty of time in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I think he can be a great blocking wide receiver. I mean, Pittsburgh is also known for blocking wide receivers. I mean, Heinz Ward was one of the best to do it. Absolutely. I think I think Juju and the Colts would probably that would be probably my best, like my top favorite position for him. My other thing I can think of is I can think of the Chargers. Because mm-hmm. they're losing Mike Williams and they don't really have another big threat there except Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler. Yeah. So I, I would I think that would definitely be a great location if Mike Williams ends up leaving. And he is in the free agency, no longer on contract. Yeah, but I mean, you know, a lot of guys resign with the team. Uh, yeah. They're not really ready yet, but all right. 24, our first offensive tackle, Morgan Moses from the Jets. Mosses. I don't know. Moses, I think. Mm-hmm. Moses, yes. All right. Morgan Moses from the Jets. Where do you picture him going? Um, you're more of the yeah. offensive tackle guy. I can just to be honest. Um, I think a potential location for him could be the Cincinnati Bengals. I think they're going to be looking to bring in a tackle to complement Jonah Williams. I think that's, that's definitely going to be a location. Um, let's see who else I can think of. I think the Jaguars could also be a location. I think they want to try to build a line, and I think getting a veteran presence on the line would help. And you know, they want to try to protect Trevor Lawrence. That would be a smart move. And then another team, and I'm probably going to say this for literally any offensive lineman that comes up the New York Giants. I mean, we, we need offensive linemen more than anything <laughs> on the whole team. So, um, yeah, I, I would absolutely take him. And I would take about probably any other lineman that we're going to note. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm the same way for Pittsburgh. So <laughs> our offensive line wasn't terrible, but it wasn't the best. So I am definitely agreeing with you. On that point, that I would probably take any offensive tackle or offensive lineman for Pittsburgh. I mean, yes, we have a bunch of rookies, but I mean, veterans like that—that's a—that's a a dime a dozen. But I agree with the Jaguars. I think actually, I I agree with you on all of them. The Bengals definitely—we saw it multiple times in the playoffs. They definitely need an O line, and then the Jaguars. I can also see like. The Dolphins. The Dolphins could be a team that they could mm-hmm. use. All right. This next one's going to be interesting. Leonard Fournette. Yeah, that's um. Does he go back to? Want. Does he go back to Tampa or? I think, I think yeah, he definitely could go back to Tampa. I think that's definitely going to be um. See, man, I, th- I think he wants to be a lead back somewhere, and I'm not even sure where he could go to be a lead back. Maybe maybe Buffalo, I guess, but Singletary started breaking out at the end. And Zach Moss isn't bad either. Like, he's a good backup. But Singletary did start balling out. Honestly, I can see him going, and again, they need an offensive line, but I can see him going to the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I honestly, think, yeah, yeah, that, that wouldn't be bad. I think the Miami Dolphins definitely need a power back. If they were here, if it wants to be a lead back, I think Miami Dolphins is a bigger area that he could go to. I also think he could possibly go I'm trying to think of all the teams. Wow, there aren't many. Colts have one, Chargers have one, Bears have one. Hmm. Right now, all I can think of is either the Dolphins or the Jets. I mean, Michael Carter didn't do terrible, but I think the Jets... He could go to Houston. (laughs) Houston's all over the place with core running backs. For real. I mean, we also don't know, like, we saw tons of ACL tears, so that's also a big thing that you can think of, like... I don't know. Honestly, the only thing that could come to mind is the Dolphins for me. Yeah, I feel that. All right. Tight end. Just got traded. The last second. Zach Ertz. I, man, I'm not going to lie. I hope he stays in Arizona. Um, I, I, I think it was cool to watch him. I, I, I feel like he turned kind of vintage, like, like the Zach Ertz that we saw on the Eagles for a while, but um, I agree. If, if yeah, we're I, lead, dude, I think he would. Um, I think he would fit in with Washington, maybe. Washington, I could see. I could see Washington. I can see Washington. I, I don't know if you'll like this, but I can see the Giants. Yeah. I I can see now that they're losing Evan Ingram and like you said they're looking for cap room. Mm-hmm. Might get rid of Mason or Kyle Rudolph. I I think they're in the need for a good vintage. Maybe put him in for a one or two year deal, but Zach Ertz I think could fit Daniel Jones, and I think he could succeed there. Yeah, no, I would like that. I'd love that. I'd love to see that. I mean, I watched him kill my team for years. I'm eagle. <laughs> Honestly, he's not the person I had in mind, but I also would love to see him in Pittsburgh, too. That Veteran presence cool. help um, Pat Faramuth really evolve into a... they losing Ebron, so all they have is Pat Faramuth, who's a great tight end, but bring in another veteran. Bring in another veteran with with knowledge. I think that would be pretty exciting. I mean, I was talking to a couple of my friends of a couple people that um, I would like to see. I mean, Mike Jazeski is also on the um, Dalton Schultz. Like, they're, 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 they're tight ends out there. Okay. All right. Here comes Unguard, the newly evolved... Super Bowl champion Austin Corbett. Um, quality offensive guard, man. Um, again, I think he's somebody who could fit on the on the New York Giants. Um, alongside some of our guys, you know, he can line up on the left side next to our current prize possession, Andrew Thomas. Um, another team I could see him going to is the Denver Broncos. I think they could use. A little help inside, and I think him next to Garrett Bowles would be a nice little combo they got going on. Okay. I like that. I mean, like I said, Pittsburgh, 
obviously a spot that I would love. Um, I, I I like the, the Broncos. I'm I'm thinking also the Chargers. Chargers need some offensive lines. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. I think he could fit with another Los Angeles team. Doesn't have to move far. <laughs> Very true. Already has his house there. Doesn't have to pay money to relocate. Yeah. So I think I think I can see the Chargers. I like I like I, I would like to see that. All right. This one is going to be interesting. When this player is on the field, he's a menace. But the problem of late, he has been branded a tarnish of suspensions and season-ending injuries. From the Texans to the Dolphins, our (laughs) final offensive star that we're going to talk about is Will Fuller. Extremely weird that he's on this list because I was just watching Will Fuller highlights earlier. (laughs) And and, and like as soon as you started saying that, I thought about Will Fuller instantly. Dude, man, he's a player with so much potential. He just needs to be able to stay on the field. Honestly, I would love to see him join the Pittsburgh Steelers. Devontae Johnson, Will Fuller. I would love it. But like you said, he needs to stay on the field. That's another. This is another person that I would love to see join the Colts or the Chargers. But yeah, I hate Ooh, to say it. that would that would that would be cool. That would like remind me of a young T.Y. Hillen. I would hate to say it because obviously you're gonna know why I'm gonna hate to say it. I think I already know. Maybe I don't know. We'll see that. But I can see him lining up. Against uh, across from Hollywood. Yep. Yeah, me too, dude. That's not literally what I was just thinking. The Ravens. Oh, I hate admitting it, but I think he would fit the Ravens perfectly. Yeah, dude. Wood and then Rashad Bateman with Mark mm-hmm. Andrews, Lamar Jackson still running the ball. Yeah, that would be a problem. That would be a very big problem if he could stay on the field. <laughs> yeah. That's the biggest. That's the biggest question. Question mark on Will Fuller. So, what are your three teams? Um, for for Will Fuller, I mean, um, I I, I would like him on the Giants if um Sterling Shepard were to get cut, which is what I am anticipating. Um, I think he would fit well also on the Chicago Bears if Ooh. and when Allen Robinson leaves. I think him be him and Darnell Mooney would be a nice one-two combo. Assuming he's I on the field and is healthy, you know. Didn't think about that. That's a good one. And then last, I mean, if he if he wanted to take a pay cut, imagine he goes to the Chiefs, him, Tyreek Hill. Oh, don't Harden. say that. <laughs> that would be so crazy. That's that that would be too much. I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to nope. Nope, nope, nope. I don't even want to think of that. Nope, nope, stop. Stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> You're you're talking about a team that's already stacked. Get more stacks? No, thank you. Mm-hmm. We we can stop. We can stop right there. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, cut the cut the show. He just made it too much to handle. I couldn't. <laughs> I can't. I can't think anymore. No, I'm joking. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go on to the opposite side. Twenty-five to twenty for defensive stars. 
All right, we got a veteran pass rusher and is still going strong. He was with the Ravens last year, Justin Houston. Justin Houston, um, yeah, dude, he, he's a guy that I'm seeing is going to go somewhere on a one-year deal, and I think he's going to want to go to a competitor, but I don't know where. I have a mind, and it's it also depends on where another future person we're going to talk about, Chandler Jones. If he stays in the Cardinals, I can see Justin Houston going to, uh, to the Cardinals as well. Yeah, it just makes sense. I, I I feel like I don't know why, but I f- just I have that feeling that he 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 can go to Arizona. Another competitive go to Atlanta, honestly. But that's Atlanta's not competitive. Atlanta is not that competitive right now. I think they're on that rebrand stage. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that eh, it's true. I personally, I think they're a few pieces away, though. Honestly, yeah, I think they'll be back soon. All right, we're gonna have to. This is this segment has been a long segment. Uh, Jerry Hughes, Buffalo defensive end. Um, I I see him staying with Buffalo. Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say too. I think maybe he'll even take a pay cut to stay there if he need be. Yeah, I don't, I don't really see. I think he enjoys Buffalo, and I've heard Buffalo is an extremely fun place to be right now. Yeah, I'm sure, man. All right, Chadavius Ward, Kansas City Chiefs corner. Where do you think he's going? Chadavius Ward, um, the corner. Let's see, um. I would love to see him go to Pittsburgh. Reason why is going to be in our next segment. (laughs) Oh, word. So I'm not going to say much more, but. Oh, I I can see him staying with the Chiefs, maybe, honestly. Staying with the Chiefs? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. All right. Uh, the next person, I think he's going to stay where he's at. Uh, B.J. Hill with the Bengals. Hmm. A former Giant showed out in the playoffs, too. Um, I, I, think, think, I think he's going to leave somewhere and go get paid, bro. I don't know. I, I think he's going to stay there. We'll see. I mean, there's definitely potential, but... I think he's going to go get a contract somewhere, a nice little three-year deal. Where do you think he's going to go then? Where do I think he's going to go? I think um, I think he might go to the Bears. I mean, he he was accustomed to losing, but now that but now that he went to the Bengals, now he might like winning or something. <laughs> maybe um, maybe Baltimore. Honestly. Okay, I might actually switch with the the read. Um, next two people are corners as well. Also, I think Stephen Nelson. Uh, with the Eagles, I think honestly, I can see him going to Seattle. Yeah, they could use some secondary help. Um, that, would, that would make some sense. And the last, next person is a Seattle Seahawks corner that's leaving. DJ Reed. 
personally, I think he would be perfect in Pittsburgh. Interesting. Why is that? I think he would compliment Joe Hayden really well and Cam Sutton. Um, I see him. Um, I think he could. Honestly, maybe he could go to Carolina and be Ooh. a third. Carolina would be a nice one too. You can have the you can have a big three with J.C. Horn, Gilmore, and him. I think that might be nice. Well, Gilmore is a free agent this year too, so. I think, um, spoiler alert, I guess he comes back. We'll see. All right. Now we're going to go into our final segment. This one that I'm actually excited for. We're going to be the head coach of our favorite teams, so Steelers, Pittsburgh, and the Giants. We've already heard a couple of moves you would make, cutting Sterling Shepard. Now... What would what any any other any other moves you would make? Any roster moves, change of positions? Let, let, let's hear them. Um, interesting. Uh, I think I think we should re-sign Jabril Peppers and move him to some linebacker role. I okay. think he'd be much better fitting there than safety, especially now that we have good safeties. You know, in Logan Ryan and Xavier McKinney breaking out. Okay. Um, Any, anything else in in free agency i'd like to target an edge rusher um because i i think it's much safer and better to spend money on an edge rusher in free agency than keep trying to draft one because that's what the giants keep trying to do and it keeps failing so okay. I'd, rather just, I'd rather just buy you know a good one spend the money and we know he's gonna be able to pressure the quarterback and then um do, are, are we gonna talk about the draft or no if you want to Draft a Pacific, like, you know, what what's it called? Position, not really mentioning any names, but position-wise. Yeah, go um, for it. With, a, with pick five and seven, I'm, I would be going offensive line on both of those. Okay. That's very quite interesting to hear. I'm, I'm actually excited to see what else we can make of this segment, but... I'm kind of going into in-depth for mine. You know, I'm going to focus right now on the defensive side of Pittsburgh. You know how amazing they are. Now, I'm going to take Tremaine Edmonds off of the safety. I'm going to put him lining, lining up right next to Devin Bush in the middle linebacker spot. Tremaine Edmonds is a good cover, so he can cover. He's already used to covering tight ends, so we won't have to bring up our safety anymore. He's already in the middle linebacker spot. He also leaves our team in tackles almost every single year. Get him closer to the ball. I think it would work out perfectly. Now we have an open spot at safety. Either A, I would love to see us go after someone we missed out on, Jesse Bates III, who is now a free agent coming in. And then I would, or if we don't have the money for him, because he is going to probably be expensive, I would move Joe Hayden from corner to safety and then go into free agency and grab a corner, a.k.a. DJ Reed or Steven Nelson or Ward. Yeah, dude, I think that I think that would be definitely solid. Um, 
That's that. That's definitely logical. And I mean, I don't know the cap situation. You guys would be able to afford Jesse Bates or no? I don't think we would. If we couldn't, if then we could, I would. I would love it, but I don't think we would have the cap. That would be it. so sick, dude. Him and Minka. Exactly. Like thinking about it would be. Oh my gosh, that'd be scary. <laughs> and then offensive side, I would love to go after Dalton Schultz or Mike Jadzeski, like I mentioned earlier, or even Zach Ertz to help out with Pat Faramuth and whatever cornerback. And then maybe get a wide receiver in there or draft. I mean, they're famous for drafting wide receivers, of course, draft another wide receiver. And then quarterback, I would love to draft, obviously draft the quarterback. I, I don't think the future is there. No offense to who is on the team. I just don't think the future is there. Yeah, me either. <laughs> me either. I definitely think but you guys are going to draft the quarterback. If I was in the Pittsburgh, I, that's what I would do for the defense. And I think that would sound off the defense. Focus on corners. I mean, like I said, draft the corner or pick up corners from free agency. I mean, that right there, I think moving Edmonds or and Hayden, safety, middle linebacker, I think that would really signify and really bring in our defense. And we already have a defense that's good. I think it would make it better. Defense does win championships, guys. We've heard it here first. Very true. All right. That is pretty much the entire segments and topics we have. Anything you want to add? Um, not 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 really. We covered most of the stuff I was thinking, yeah. All right. Well, if that's all we have, thank you guys for listening in. Please share. Please, we want to be pretty big. Mm-hmm. We want to. We want to. We want to spread out the love. So, share with us. We are going to be on Spotify mainly. Like that's our biggest platform right now. I think we have. So please go check it out and share. Share with your friends in person. Share on your feeds of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. You name it. Thank you for listening in to the Corner Post Podcast. Corner Post Podcast. We will see you guys next week for more breaking news and segments of fun. If you like it, comment. We're in the marks for a Facebook page, Twitter, and Instagram. We will figure it out. We will get back to you. But right now, talk to you guys later. See you guys next week. Have a wonderful day.